and welcome back to CrossFit Hero Podcast episode, can you believe it, 49. We are so close to making it a year of you listening to me talk shit. <laughs> Quite frank, I'm joking. Obviously not. I hope you found these very educational. Um, and the show must go on. I've got a few plans for after 52. I kind of said at the beginning of these podcasts that I would aim to do 52, one a week for a year, which the goal seems to be very um, close. Um, so uh, have a few plans, but I'll, I'll, I'll let those out in, in due course. Um, so today, I'm going to swear. So if you're around children, maybe put your headphones in. Um, and the swear word is coming in three, two, one. Do you fucking complain all the time? Do you complain at outcomes? Do you complain at things that happen to you but wonder, and wonder why? And I'm going to tell you the answer. Are you someone that maybe half-asses your task, whatever that might be, whether it's in the gym, work, friendships, relationships, whatever? Maybe you're complacent. I don't know. You can't moan at the results of an outcome if you didn't do the fucking work that was needed to get the outcome that you wanted. So I'm going to go into this in a little bit. I'm going to dive into it. But if you've set yourself a goal and three months later, nine months later, 12 months later, you are not happy with the outcome, ask yourself the fucking question, did you do all the necessary things to get that goal? If the answer is yes, then something along the line has gone wrong and you haven't addressed what has and you've kind of ignored that, maybe not dealt with it accordingly. And if you haven't, you can't be fucking moaning. You get what I'm saying? I put this down to a little bit of ignorance actually. Um, for those of you that do complain for when you get to an outcome that you don't like or that hasn't gone your way, um, and you, uh, and I put this down to ignorance. You, you don't want to learn. You're complacent. You might have big ambitions, but with no drive. And all that is, is a dream. You, you know, we're all sit there and you kind of like pretty skies, kind of blue sky thinking, think, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, in reality, you're not maybe prepared to do the work that consists of. And obviously I'm going to talk to you about this from a fitness point of view. Um, but maybe as always, you can take it from different parts of your life and implement it. And you know, it might, if the shoe fits like in certain part of your life, then address that. Um, now you might know a little bit about something and think, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll pass it, you know, or, or I'll get what I need to get from it. And, and that might work for a bit. You might be able to wing it, um, until you surround yourselves with individuals who have put in the work and then you feel inadequate. You think that you're shit at something. You think that you're not, uh, you, d you don't belong in that place. Um, as an example. And there's a few examples that I can give. Um, and a lot of them stem from, from fitness as well that I, you know, I can give. Um, but if you haven't put in the work, you have literally no reason to complain. And I'm going to use me for an example. I'm going to use a couple examples in my past. Um, and one of them is I didn't do too well at school. And that's for two reasons. Um, one, I believe that school failed me because that wasn't my style of learning. I believe the school system isn't set up for uh, someone like myself who is uh, an entrepreneur who doesn't literally like to read books and sit in front of a desk and learn. That's not my style. Um, and two, I was ignorant a little bit in learning. Um, and I knew a little bit about each subject, but but and maybe enough just to get by, but put a test in front of me and I'm fucked. I literally fu fucked on the first question and that was only asking me my name. <laughs> I'm joking. That, the second question, my surname. Um <laughs> But in all seriousness, I would go through the papers and I'd answer the questions I thought I knew and everything else was a sensible or calculated guess. But I knew I hadn't done the work in order to get the grades that were projected on me by other people. 
And I knew that before I worked into the, walked into the exam hall. Did I give a fuck? Not really. Did I do the work? Not, no. And did I complain? No. Because I knew that I hadn't done the work. But also, I've spoken about this in the past, other people's projections on you of what you're expected to be. But that wasn't what I wanted to be and that wasn't what I wanted to do. So a lot of you listening will have goals or things that you want to do because you think someone else might want you to do that or someone else's projections are projected on or someone else's ambitions are projected on you. And I find that a lot of, um, a lot of parents will project um, their failed ambitions in their lives growing up onto their children. Um, but everyone should live in their own world in that respect. Um, and now you uh, may not have the same experience in school as me, but I'm confident the huge majority of people who, who train are in the fitness industry, you know, in fitness, are the ones unhappy with some of the outcomes in certain stages of their training life. Now, ultimately, we know that everything comes down to happiness, okay? We, that was the, the whole point of these podcasts is to re-educate those of you listening um, not to listen to the shit that comes out in the fitness industry. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what shape you are, what size. If you are round, square, fucking hexagon, whatever you are, the ultimate goal is happiness. Um, and uh, you, some of you might still be on that journey. You still might be finding out what that exactly means. But for those you, um, for those you uh, that want to look a certain way, so. Let me rewind. So ultimately, we know that everything comes down to happiness, okay? We know that. But for those people still on that journey and understanding that, you are more likely to go off other people's uh, projections on what you should look like or a certain way or whatever it is that you want to be. Or maybe you want to feel, uh, you want to look, you want to feel and look like a certain way. And even then, it might not actually be what you really, really want. Anyway, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. You invest some time in the gym. You pay your gym membership. You have an aesthetic goal, okay? Um, now, you want to lose some body fat. Now, I find this quite amusing that a big chunk of cohort, of that cohort of people, deem they eat pretty well when asked that question um, and can't admit to that they maybe need some help with the nutrition. Maybe there's a value issue there um, and thinking that maybe chicken and rice or turning vegan will answer all their prayers. Um, but remember, when you pay for, a, for, for certain gyms, not all gyms, when you pay to go to the gym, you're paying for access for some gyms, okay? You pay your monthly fee, you just go and use the gym. For other gyms, um, you pay for coaching um, and not access. Um, and there's a massive difference between that. Um, and um, yes, I think maybe there should be an episode of me um, explaining the difference between paying for access and paying for coaching, but ultimately it's down to you as an individual to distinguish the difference between the two or feel the value of the, of the two um, over a period of time. I can tell you till I'm blue in the face because I understand the value and I, I, I've been on both ends of the spe- both sides of the spectrum. But you have to walk that walk and find, you've got to run that race and, and find that out too. Um, anyway, that's a bit of another story. But maybe you'll start to, to start uh, make a bit of progress, okay? You've made a noticeable change with the fact that your activity level has increased and maybe you've changed a meal for a, a salad and you think fitness is completed. And you're not willing to take the advice of the people around you. You, you might plateau after a little while, lose some faith in the gyms, the value of coaching goes down, the value of personal training goes down, the value of nu- understanding nutrition goes down. And now you're complaining the outcome on the work that you didn't do because you're upset uh, and even not by it, not back by it. You know, you can't expect just to walk into a gym, just train, and then you're going to get exactly where you need to be or what you want it to be in a couple of months' time. It doesn't work like that. And if it worked like that, the fitness industry would be so fucking easy. But whenever there is a difference of opinion, there's a, a, a difference of opinion, 
Um, there's going to be uh, just pros and or different opinions from other people of what works and what doesn't work. That's why the industry is just so fucked up when it should just be so simple. But unfortunately, people want to sell you shit and we're never going to get out of that unless we re-educate the whole of the fitness industry. Like, you know, another story, even some of the shit that comes out on the news about fit and healthy people, like through COVID, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, don't put those people in the same category because they're not, unfortunately. Um, and yes, there are circumstances where things are sad, but no, completely different. Um, so as a personal trainer in the past, um, still, a, still a relatively active coach at times and a business owner, I've often found that people come to you for help they absolutely will, but it has to be on their terms. They're, you know, they've come with a kind of predisposed answer of how they want it to look like, when in reality, it, it's not like that. But at the same time, there are a lot of bad coaches there that can't relay that message of how to scale your fitness properly and how to become, um, or how to be the person that you think that you want to be, the image that you have in your head. Here's an example, coach. Training's going really well, but I'm not losing any weight. I might try this program from someone I found online. I'm going to use the word Harry, the name Harry. I don't know Harry. Harry, well, yeah, you, you've done really well with your training. We're recovering really well. We're make, making realistic progressions. We're sleeping a lot better. We're injury-free. Um, did you do those tasks on some of the small, very nutrition changes that I asked you to do? I know that you found nutrition tough, so we're going to start really, really small. Have you, did, you do, did you do those? How are you getting on? Uh, yeah, my diet's okay. I haven't really done it, to be honest. Right, Harry, good luck with that program that you're going to get off uh, on someone online. Because people think, I'm just going to buy this program. I'm going to go and follow this online. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. When in reality, there is so much more to that that we have to understand. Now, maybe you know, I could go on about this for hours and hours and hours and end, but it's a little bit of a snippet. It takes you to actually do the things that you said you would do when you felt great and motivated that will get you where you say that you want to be. And most people don't do it. They don't want that help. They say they do, but they're just people with egos. They, they like to talk about with their friends. Oh, I go to this place or I go and see this person. Oh, you train four times a week. I train five times a week. I've been Tenerife. You've been Elevenerife. Like, fuck me. Here's another example. When people say that they want to start CrossFit, and I love when people say that. It really, it does make me really happy. For me, CrossFit really changed my life, you know, when I was introduced to CrossFit. Um, probably 10 years ago now, actually, thinking about it, turning 31, probably when I was 20, 21, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, they want to start CrossFit. They've had no luck at the gym. Um, they've been paying for access at a gym. They've been going there, maybe done it for a month, and then they get lost, and they think the gym's shit. So someone's um, given some motivation, they watch something on Netflix or Instagram, someone's done CrossFit, they thought, oh, fuck it, I'm going to try it. You know, and we talk about the intro sessions and getting started, like, oh, I don't feel I want to do the intro sessions, I've, 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 I've been a member of a gym before. Yeah, I know, babes, I know you've been a member of the gym, but you haven't done some of the movements that are required in order for you to succeed. If you go to your job and you're, uh, you start a job on day one and your manager goes, right, crack on, what, what, what are you going to do? You don't know what to do. You kind of figure out as you go on. And that's not what we want. And I'll talk about ourselves at CrossFit Harrow. I know some other gyms do different processes and some do the same process as us. We want to teach you correct from the very beginning so that you're more, most likely to be set up 
correctly so that you're able to succeed in the things that you want to succeed in. If you're not top, top, if you're not, sorry, if you're not taught properly from the day that you walk in, you're never going to do the things right, ever. This also go back, goes back to some of the things that happen in a, in a group environment that maybe, um, you know, I had, and this is a true story, I had, I, I don't know if you'd be listening to this actually, um, I had someone ask me, he's like, look, I've, I've been coming here for X amount of years and sometimes I find, uh, you know, I've done certain drills or like we practice certain things, we've done it in the past. And I completely understand that. Someone who has come for a long time, and let's say I'm going to use the power clean, for example, if you've done a power clean, just because, and this often happens, just because you've done power cleans for like three months and you've got a one rep max of 100 kilo or 60 kilo, whatever your one rep max is, I couldn't give a fuck, it doesn't matter. There's no number that is superior than another. It's all relevant to the individual. Just because you've done it for three months, that does not mean that you cannot be coached and you, not, you cannot get better. Everyone can get better at something. It's just whether or not you want to be coached or be or wanting to improve. And if you're content in not, then don't complain. As simple as that. You, you can't complain because you're not prepared to refine the things that you need to refine in order to get better. Um, so my answer was to that is that you may be of a certain standard and you may have developed this skill for a long, long time, but there are certain things that we can all develop um, and everyone's at different stages of these. However, what, you know, what is it that you want to improve? How can we make these easier for you in terms of the skill so that you can perform better? Oh, I don't really know. I just want to kind of don't, oh, I don't want to do this. I just want to crack on. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not really how it works. And if we want to smash a workout, then maybe that's not the place. We are here to educate. We want to refine the skills for you to improve performance because it's not always necessarily about how, how, just how good you look. Um, and I think as people get older, they realize actually performance does, you know, how can you do things in the shortest time possible in the most efficient way? Essentially, that is what CrossFit is. So same person, oh, I can't get past this, this weight or I can't get, well, there's a reason for that. It's because you're not prepared to do the necessary things in order to achieve that. So you can't be upset with the things that you can't do because you're not prepared to learn them. Your satisfaction level in your life is reflected in the actions that you take on a daily basis. Now, consistency for me is so underrated. People do not understand the value and how important consistency is. Learning new things is so underrated, completely underrated. Because we all have this thing, I know a little bit about it, I don't need to learn, you know, I don't need to, to do any more. And that's just your ego talking. That is you just being a complete and utter dick and not wanting to learn anything more because you think you know how to do it. I'm going to talk about me here. I've been doing it, I've been training for the best part of 15, 16 years, right? In terms of um, doing CrossFit for 10 bodybuilding stuff like that. I've been playing you know football different types of elements of, of training with football been playing best part of 20 25 years for that started that very, very young but always looking to learn how to get better in terms of how can I get better at this snatch how can I get better in my handstand walks how can I get better at running I can't complain that I'm not as good of a runner as I used to be from through playing football and, and doing because I don't run as much so I can't be upset that my 5K time isn't sub 20 minutes. I'm happy with 22, 22 and a half, I think is my time. For someone who, who doesn't go out practicing running, I can't complain at that. And I enjoy the fact um, that I'm holding myself accountable by not complaining because I can't. I'm gonna, I've told myself, you can't complain at things if you, haven't, if you haven't done the work. Learning new things is so underrated. 
I could, if I wanted to become a better runner, go to a running club. I could, I could go to a running coach to help me look at my stride. I could, I could um, go to uh, um, a social, uh, more social events in terms of like running five k's with with people, just purely to to do that. I could look at training in terms of intensities, distances, durations, um, to to improve my running. I could, but at this stage of my life, I don't want to. I want to learn different things. I want to learn th- other things. I, I don't want to get better at running. That's my own thing. Now, if you don't want to get better at a certain thing, that's fine. Just don't complain about it. You won't hear me complain that my running time won't improve because I'm not prepared to do those things. We live in a society where, we, where you already have the answer before you've asked a question. You've got a predetermined answer. How can I do this? How can I lose weight? You're wanting to tell me or you're wanting me to tell you what you're thinking in your head when it's the complete opposite. These are things that you need to do but now that I've told you that, you're not willing to do it. So don't complain, don't fucking moan when three months later down the line, you can't get, you haven't got what you wanted out of training because it's not nothing to do with the experience you had, it's nothing to do with what you've paid for, it's because you haven't been prepared to do the work. Start thinking about this as you come out of a lockdown and you move into um, going back to training four or five times a week more regularly, you've become a little bit more active, some of you, some of the guys listening to this, you might not be members of CrossFit Harrow. Um, you might be members of other gyms, but there are going to be a lot of gyms now, generally non-CrossFit gyms, that are going to sell you the dream of join for 99p or join for half price because they just want to lure you, lure you in and you just have you on their books and you become a number. Think about these things and where you're going to prioritize the things that you want. Because in six months' time, when, we're, when you're back to hopefully normality in real world, you're in no position to be moaning because you've done the things that you needed to do. And in six months time, you'll find something else that you want to improve that you can put the work into. Food for thought. Think about that as you come out of this lockdown. Have a lovely day and we'll speak to you next week. 